0: you the stories behind the songs. Back to the Mulberry Lane Show, brought to you by Elisa Ilana Jewelry. Now, here's Mulberry Lane.
1: Thanks for keeping it here for your creative infusion every weekend. Right now on the Mulberry Lane Show, you're hearing from singer-songwriter Gary Wright, whose hits include Dreamweaver and Love is Alive. Now, Gary was also credited with being one of the first artists to include synthesized music in his albums. And he also played keyboard on several of George Harrison's albums as well. And right now, Gary's talking about his brand new memoir, which chronicles his rise to superstardom in the golden age of rock and roll, and about his Eastern philosophical spiritual quest and his friendship with Beatle, George Harrison. Dreamweaver, that song, was inspired by your guru. And Dreamweaver kind of was a reference to God. But people didn't really know that when that song came out initially.
0: No, they didn't. I didn't even know it. Okay. Okay. It's something that, you know, I wrote it just came through me and and then as time went on and I realized what I had written, you know, and it was like, wow, okay, this is it's really a song about God's love and compassion, you know, taking us through the dark night of, you know, our trials and tribulations and uh then, then it all made sense to me
1: mm-hmm. Interesting, that the meaning actually came later
0: yeah. Well,
1: yeah Now, a lot of ups and downs in the music industry for anyone You included, you know, you were at the top of the charts At the top of the world, and then, you know, things went downhill And then you were back up and down again And So people who are, have a lot of ups and downs And maybe are going through a tough time right now Through your philosophical view How do you get yourself through those down times?
0: I think, you know, you have to be tenacious. You have to really, really, you know, if you want, to, want something, you've got to go after it. If you fall, you got to pick yourself back up again and try again and again. I always believe that, you know, people who are successful are people who have failed 90% of the times, but they put that extra 10% in and they make it happen. You know, they make their success happen. It's believing in yourself. That's so important and positive thinking. If, you, if you're down and you think, oh, that's it, I'm washed up, you know, there's no point that's what's going to happen because you're manifesting those thoughts and all things that happen to you come through your thoughts. You know, Mm -hmm. thought precipitates feeling and then you start feeling dumpy about yourself and that's exactly what happens. So I try to always think positively about my life. And, you know, in certain times things are going to be happening great and other times they're not going to be happening, but that's all part of it. Mm
1: -hmm. And you take the things as they come knowing that it'll turn around.
0: Exactly. Mm
1: -hmm. Now, your songs are widely sampled today. What's that like to be on a Jay Z song? Uh,
0: it makes my music timeless, I think, in a way. You know, it, uh-huh. it bridges generations, and then, then all of a sudden, it's not just a seventies record; it's a you know, in the thousands record. Right. Uh-huh. And you know, I was actually quite, quite thrilled that that, that actually happened. And you know, I, if anybody tries to sample my music and it's a blatantly you know violent kind of thing, I'll, I won't approve it. Okay. But yeah. you know, the things that are you know that aren't like that, I, I usually grad permission, you know, and it's been used by Maya and other artists, you know, over the course of the past 20 or 30 years.
1: That's pretty neat. Singer, songwriter, and dream weaver, Gary Wright, here on the Mulberry Lane Show. You were one of the first musicians, songwriters, to bring the synthesizer to modern music, Uh and of course, it's just a staple now, so what was that like creating that originally?
0: It was very exciting because I was breaking new territory and using the synthesizer. I mean, Stevie Wonder had done it, uh-huh. but my music was different than that. And I, I think I was the first artist to actually tour with an all-keyboard band and to really pioneer the use of like keyboard synthesizer, keyboard bass, especially, okay. which you know I started to use in the 70s. And then when you got into the 80s and the 90s, all the records had keyboard yeah. bass on them. Uh
1: huh. Uh-huh. That seems to be the golden age of music. There were a lot of people around in in the book. You worked with musicians that went on to found Foreigner and Toto. You worked with David Foster early in his career. All those people have gone on to have huge careers. So what was that creative energy like, playing with this group of musicians that went on to have big careers?
0: Oh, it was great. It was really good. I've been blessed to always have been surrounded by really you know top-notch musicians and you know it pushes you to play better and it's, a, it's a great experience
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. you've credited your eastern philosophy with staying away from drugs and alcohol throughout your career
0: i have i never took that route i didn't because i saw so many friends of mine and people that got really you know caught up in that and then and their lives were ruined for, for yeah. me, you know, yeah. permanently
1: now talk about working with george harrison in the studio what was that like
0: Oh, George was a super, super creative human being. Everything he did, whether it was decorate his home or in his garden, he just was amazing, and he had these great ideas. I mean, seeing him work in the studio, I, I started to appreciate more some of the songs that he played on the, when he was with the Beatles. Some of the okay. intros, like "Day Tripper," or a bunch of the other kind of things that he did were, were all had George written all over it. You,
1: you saw his influence. In oh, all yeah. Of that. Uh-huh. <laughs> what would yeah. you say was the most important thing that you learned from him?
0: Um, Oh, that's a hard question. I mean, he was very spiritual, and I think what I learned from him, try to relate everything to God in your life and be a forgiving person, be a compassionate person. He was extremely compassionate, and I saw him, even if it was, you know, like patting a little kid on the back who was crying because something happened. Yeah. He was just great that way, and, and he lived his life, and he he walked his talk. He gave people to, to things and organizations anonymously. And just a wonderful human being.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. And what do you think he learned from you?
0: <laughs> uh, that would be hard for me to say. <laughs> okay. I think he respected the fact that I picked up the ball from him as far as the spiritual path. Pursued it deeply, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. Neat. Now, this book is out now. And why was now the time for this book to come out?
0: That I don't know. That was God's decision. I guess okay. you know. I finished writing it, on the, and we slotted it for, to come out right before the new year. Okay. And who knows? You know that that will unfold. The answer to your question will unfold, I'm sure, over the next year. Yeah,
1: okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then what's next for you, Gary?
0: Uh, probably I'll do another album or write another book. I'm just not sure which one in okay. what order. Okay. What, what do you like better? You know they're both so different. I like both of them. I actually really enjoy writing a book because it's more of an open kind of a process. You know, it's not like you're in a studio and you have to be very exact and precise. And yeah, Mm -hmm. you know, I've made a lot of albums in my life and writing and a lot
1: of diverse albums as well. Yeah,
0: that's right. Uh With you know, with kind of like some albums I did were new age, some albums I did were world music, and so it gave me the opportunity to express myself
1: Uh and explore a lot of different things.
0: Yes, exactly.
1: Well, all right, Gary. Thanks for joining our show today.
0: Thank so, you for that beautiful musical intro, and take care now.
1: Well, that's the Dreamweaver himself, Gary Wright. Make sure to check out his memoir, Dreamweaver, filled with a lot of great rock and roll stories. Up next, Colin Keegan with Celtic Thunder. And we'll love you into break with Gary Wright's Love is Alive.
0: My heart is on fire My soul